Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. So some interesting numbers we heard yesterday from Alberta's uh, Minister of Finance. The fiscal year, the 2022-23 fiscal year, ended on March 31st. And so yesterday was a presentation of those numbers and uh, what things looked like in the end. And it it was quite something, the pretty whopping $11.6 billion surplus that Alberta posted, uh, driven by a record $25 billion in energy revenue. Oil averaged about $20 a barrel higher than was forecast in the budget. So that allowed some debt repayments, some investment. As we get now into this fiscal year, you know, things are, are much tighter. Uh, the price of oil, West Texas Intermediate, was trading below $70 a barrel. Now, there's been a little bit of recovery today, yesterday into today, trading at just over $70 a barrel. But if it stays there, uh, that would be about $9 a barrel lower than what the budget is forecasting. So that might switch that the modest surplus into a, a little bit of a deficit. So joining us to talk a bit more about the year-end numbers and uh, you know some of the challenges as we get into this fiscal year. Very pleased to welcome to the program here this morning, Alberta's new Minister of Finance and President of Treasury Board, Nate Horner. Joining us here this morning, Minister, good to have you with us. Welcome to the program. Well, thank you, Rob. Yeah, good morning. Appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, I mean, this this all speaks to why, you know, the job of finance minister is is never boring. Always all kinds of unique challenges. But so let's talk, first of all, about the fiscal year that just ended. So we had some idea once we, you know, the third quarter update that things were kind of heading in this direction. But uh, it was quite something in terms of the surplus and, and what it allowed the, the government to do. So give us a bit, a bit of a, the big picture, first of all. Sure. Yeah. Uh, happy to, Rob. So, as you told your listeners, this is this is for the 2022-2023 uh, fiscal year. Uh, so, ending ending March 31st of 2023. Uh, some of the high level numbers: uh, revenue came in at 76.1 billion dollars. Uh, that was 13 and a half billion dollars higher than uh, in budget 2022. And as you said, the the key drivers of this were high non renewable resource revenue. Uh, 25.2 billion dollars and uh, 26 and a half billion dollars in tax revenue, also uh, an the record. Um, part of that was 8.2 billion dollars in corporate income tax revenue, uh, by far the highest uh, generated in a single fiscal year. On the expense side, we came in at about 64 and a half billion dollars, uh, which is about uh, two billion dollars over over budget. Most of that was. Uh, uh, due to health spending and some uh, affordability measures. So with with those numbers, like you said, we did end the year with an $11.6 billion surplus, um, $11.1 billion higher than budget, and um, $1.2 billion more than our updated projections in the third quarter. Interestingly enough, since the third quarter, um, you know, the, the resource revenue uh, projection actually came, it came down. Uh, but the corporate income tax uh, came up significantly. Very interesting. Um, and an, another big part of this was in 2022-23, a big part of the story is we paid down $13.3 billion in debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even even in doing so, our, our debt carrying costs in 2022-2023 alone were $2.8 billion. 
it would be the the fifth largest uh, ministry if you if you compare it in those in those terms. Mm-hmm. And a, another piece I should just mention while we're kind of doing a summary here, just that the Alberta Heritage Savings Trust Fund grew by about two and a half uh, billion uh, to a book value of about nineteen billion or a, a market value of twenty one point two. Um, that's also a record, um, and largely due to the legislation changes we made where they could uh, keep their in-year earnings, and we also um, and put in a, a deposit, if you will, of about $750 million. Okay. So that's, so, yeah. that's kind of the year in, in a nutshell. Yeah, so, I mean, that's that's a good position to be in. Uh, the corporate tax revenue, I think, is is notable. That's that's quite interesting. Uh, the resource revenue, and I guess, you know, we were in a period through part of this fiscal year where oil was over $100 a barrel. So, again, I mean, it speaks to some of the uncertainty, the unpredictability, as much as, you know, it's important to try to forecast this. So, it, it did average a lot higher than, than what the budget had originally anticipated. Yes, about, I believe, $19.69 higher over the course of the year. The The forecast was at 70 and I think it averaged 89 and change. So definitely a, a substantial uh, substantial difference for sure. Right. So how much of a swing are we seeing? We're early in this fiscal year, and I guess it'd probably be end of summer when we get the first quarter update, but what, what are the indications so far? Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yeah, so I, I know that was a, a popular popular question uh, yesterday. Um, everybody is, is curious about uh, looking backwards at the last fiscal year, but far more interested in, in the year that we're in. Uh, I would say, so yeah, oil, oil's been uh, below 70. It broke 70 again today. Mm-hmm. Our, our forecast in, in this fiscal year's budget is at $79. Um, what I would say is that uh, some of some of the other kind of complicating factors around that it's not quite as simple as just oil price. We also have a, a forecasted uh, differential, the difference between WTI and WCS. So in in this fiscal year, uh, that's at uh, nineteen dollars and fifty cents. So something that's been providing some relief is that the differential has been far tighter than that. Yeah. Uh, just a few days ago, it was at about eleven dollars. Uh, today it's at about thirteen dollars, and to give your listeners a sense of of the significance of those changes, it's it's well well documented. People kind of understand now that uh, for every dollar change in the price of WTI over the course of the year, it means around six hundred and thirty million dollars uh, to the fisc. But this differential forecast is almost as significant. Every dollar difference in the differential means about six hundred million dollars to the fisc. So although today we're $9 below our WTI projection, uh, we're about $6 to the good on the differential, for example. Uh, also, the dollar plays a significant role. Um, although our dollar strengthened uh, lately with the uh, um, interest rate increases, uh, every, every cent uh, we're below our projection on the dollar over the course of the year means about 490 to $500 million. So all of these complicating factors, it's 
it's not as easy to just look at the price of WTI. And and, and the other thing that provides some optimism for um, the year that we're in, you know, there was a really strong um, economic handoff into the next fiscal year, um, and we're seeing some amazing things in the economy. I know you've seen the numbers on the interprovincial migration and just uh, the economy overall. So we're we're cautiously optimistic, and, and yeah, look forward to a first quarter update in August. So, at what point then, you know, does do you need to start making uh, adjustments? I mean, so how much, you know, flexibility, I guess, is there to, to sort of see how how this all plays out? Well, uh, you know, I have I have some great advisors. Um, you know, my uh, my deputy minister is former chief economist of the province. And, um, you know, we, we believe that a lot of the upside for oil specifically was in the back half of the year. You know, we have uh, some things, you know, TMX, for example, uh, should come online and be commissioned in the first quarter of next year. And there's, there's other reasons for optimism. So just important to remind ourselves that this forecast is an average of the whole fiscal year. And we're, we're just now... Um, we're just now ending the first quarter, so mm-hmm. we, we we do have some flexibility, but we're we're monitoring it closely. And, and like I said, I think uh, at the end of August, people will see there there are other uh, other other things to be optimistic about when it comes to the province's finances. Yeah, and I mean things are going to be a bit tighter, right? I mean it was a pretty modest surplus to begin with, so you know it, it does present some different kinds of challenges. Does it mean any degree of uncertainty for some of the promises that were made during the campaign? You know, the tax cut uh, that was promised, or or some of the the spending commitments that were promised. Is, is any of that up in the air, or are the plans still to proceed here? Well, I, I'd say at a at a high level, definitely the plan is always to proceed. Um, I haven't even received my mandate letter yet from the premier, so specific right. when it comes to my file are are, are not quite there yet. But I'd, I'd say definitely we plan to follow through on the commitments with Alberta. Um, that's that's not in question. Uh, but yeah, I, I think we're we're approaching it with cautious optimism. Things things may need to be stretched out, provide ourselves some flexibility. Um, you know, I think that's always what we need to do uh, when we're protecting the provincial purse. You know, a lot of that spending, I mean, we're at record levels of spending. You mentioned, you know, $64 billion in this fiscal year that just ended. And a lot of that is, is quite heavily reliant on, on energy revenue. And what about that reliance? And what about just that level of spending? Is that sustainable? Or do, you know, it doesn't make sense to keep relying on, on such a significant portion of that energy revenue to fund government operations? No, it's it's a great question, and I know uh, former finance minister Taves. Uh, you know, in conversations I've had with him, he, he one of his regrets is that he, he really did want to have a, a revenue review uh, with Albertans and and discuss all options. Uh, but I would say for the system as it sits now, um, we have some we have some fiscal rules in place, our, our fiscal framework that we legislated last year that really give us some good guardrails about how to how to increase spending um you know this this job can be at its most difficult when times are good and and you know at a, a lot of a lot of revenue coming in at at times can be um the, the most difficult uh time to manage the the province's finances but i'd say with our plans in place we can increase spending at cpi plus population growth 
Um, that's that's overall on the expense budget. We have some flexibility between between ministries if there's more pressure in a certain place. Um, so we're we're trying with the system we have. As everyone knows, it, it is a volatile uh, on the revenue side. So we're trying to be extra prudent on the spending side. And there's years that are good. And like we just saw, we paid down 13.3 billion in debt. And hopefully that makes up for, you know, some of the tough years we, we just witnessed where we didn't have a choice but to borrow. All right. Well, we'll leave there for now, Minister. Thanks again for making some time for us here this morning. Appreciate the overview.